something to say. Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Project Shadow. My name is Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset. And today we need to talk about Spider-Man. No, not into the Spider-Verse because I, I am sorry, I have not gone to the Pain Palace as much as I want to see that movie. I have not gone to the Pain Palace and hopefully it will be available for me to watch via some other means in the not too distant future because I really, 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 really want to see it. Now, trailer came out today for Spider-Man Far From Home. Hmm. I have thoughts. Many thoughts. Mostly, oh lord, the hype machine must be fed. Nothing else matters but the hype. All hail the hype, may the hype ever live and reign forever. Oh my. Alright, so the main thing that I have against this trailer, before I actually talk about what's in the trailer, and if you, for some reason, still haven't watched Infinity War and you don't know how it ended, spoilers, but I, I, I can't imagine not knowing by now. Peter Parker dies at the end of Infinity War. And yes, I, like a lot of people, expect him and many of the other characters to be undeadified by the end of Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Well, we know he is. Yeah, we definitely know he is. So, oh, and we also know that Nick Fury gets undeadified. Because Nick Fury dies at the end of Avengers Infinity War as well. So that's two down. And I don't think it's too surprising that these characters are going to somehow miraculously survive through whatever mechanism that they use in Avengers Endgame. Though I have postulated about that on a previous episode. So I invite you to go back and take a listen to that and find out what I said. But... Because I don't want to spend time on it in this one. But mm, it feels so problematic that we're getting trailers that are spoiling a movie that hasn't come out yet. And a different movie. This is the problem with the current hype culture and the current you know, way the industry is working. Because, yes, we knew that they weren't going to just do one Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, that that was an emotional moment for us, and that he would come back. And, yeah, we I think we all kind of knew that. Even if you didn't know the film schedule, that, you know, they had more Spider-Man movies planned. Though, I mean, they could have thrown us all for a loop and, you know, recast 
the character or done a Miles Morales live action movie. And since I don't expect this film to spend too much time on the events of the previous Avengers movies, I don't know that they had the time and space, but it would have been very interesting if the trailer for this movie was just scenes of, you know, Aunt May and various people from school without Peter Parker in it. I think that's something that would have been interesting and gotten us hyped because it's a Spider-Man movie. So we expect Spider-Man in it. But if we didn't see Tom Holland, I, I that could have added to the overall hype, right? Because if it's a Spider-Man movie, how are they going to do a Spider-Man movie without Peter Parker? Where's Peter Parker? Why haven't they shown us Peter Parker? Why does Aunt May look so sad? Why, what, what's going on? What's going on? And we, I mean, the hype would have been crazy. But of course, that's not what they chose to do. Advertising need... Uh, they do this so often with trailers that this has just kind of become a flashpoint in my brain. Because it's a... I, get, I would almost say a trope at this point that the trailers are going to spoil certain events of the movies because they can't help but do it because they want to show the most exciting things and do the most exciting clips so that they can really generate all the hype that they can possibly hype and the hype hype to get you excited to go see these movies. And so almost inevitably now they spoil the plot. But this is the first time I can think of that they actively, that a film has actively spoiled a different film, neither of which have actually come out. That are technically being done by the same studio. It just, it feels so strange to me. And I don't think it was a great idea. Because it gets rid of some of the tension going into Endgame. Because we now know what's that at least one character is going to survive. And while, again, like I said, we could have kind of guessed that, because Into the Spider-Verse happened, they introduced us to a plethora of Spider-Men. And so... The reveal at the end of Endgame could have been, oh, look, it's Spider-Gwen. Or, hey, look, it's, you know, <laughs> this Spider-Man or that spider You know, one of the infinite world of Spider-Men that, that they're introducing to the wider world now. That is a possible surprise that could have happened. Just like all of us are expecting that Hugh Jackman will show up at some point as Wolverine or something like that. I don't know if that's going to happen, but that's that's a rumor that's been going around for a very long time. The universe is going to get reset, and part of that reset is, oh yeah, we now own Fox, and so all of the Fox stuff can happen here now. It's frustrating. On so many levels. And I don't know that this necessarily had to happen this way. So Endgame is going to come out on April 26th. 
and Spider-Man Far From Home on July 5th. And they couldn't wait. They just couldn't wait. And yes, I, I understand you've got to start getting people hyped and you've got to start getting people excited. <sighs> this whole industry has really gotten to a place where I'm almost getting fed up with it. And it's not the idea of cinematic universes. I think that that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. I, I really like that we get to spend time in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with characters that probably couldn't carry their own movies. Like, I'm not sure if a big budget Winter Soldier movie could work, but we've gotten to really know Bucky through the various movies that he's appeared in. And that's a brilliant thing. That's a wonderful thing. That's a character that we wouldn't have gotten to spend time with in the way that we have or the level of detail that we have. And the way we get to know these characters through having watched all these movies over the last 10 years has really enriched the experience of the films. So I'm not against that. My problem is this hype train that requires you to tell us more than we need to know. I didn't need to know that Tom Holland's Spider-Man survived. You didn't need to tell me that this far out. You could wait till the Avengers Endgame trailer came out and spoiled that for me. Because, eh, you know, they're not going to be able to resist. It's kind of like the, will Spider-Man be in Civil War? No, yes, no, yes, no, yes. Oh, here's a trailer. There he is. Oh, thank you. Surprise gone. And again, it's all in the name of hype, because without hype, you have nothing. I, I just, I don't know. I knew this one was coming, and I, I have this wonderful ability in the back of my head to hold competing notions in my head at the same time. It, it's kind of like the death of Superman. You know Superman's not really dead, and Superman's going to come back because he's Superman. They're not going to just relinquish the IP and never use him again. But this just, this is such a cynical appeal to hype. It's so frustrating. And I, it worked. That, that may be the worst part of this entire thing is it worked. Brian and I watched the trailer this morning and we were both just jumping for joy because it looks really good and we'll be talking about the trailer itself in depth in, in a moment. But it worked. It got us both, both hyped for this movie. It looks really cool and I'm excited for the stuff that's going to be happening in it and I'm not a big fan of Jake Gyllenhaal and I apologize for that because I know that offends some people. But I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Jake Gyllenhaal and getting to see him in the trailer, it was, it, it made me feel better that he's not going to upset me. I don't think, I think he's going to work in the film, but again, we'll talk about that more, but like there was this sour bitterness, like the moment the trailer was over and it took me a while to realize what it was. And it's because with the Avengers Endgame trailer that came out, 
they hit just the right note. The only characters we saw running around were characters that we already knew survived Infinity War. With one brilliant exception. At the very end, when Ant-Man shows up. We didn't know what happened to him. He was lost in the quantum realm the last time we saw him. And I I almost feel like that's going to be the opening of the movie, is him escaping the quantum realm. Or a news report recapping the events of Infinity War and setting the stage for what's happening now, or a briefing at the Avengers headquarters. Something like that. But, oh my goodness. It hit such the right tone. And in the emptiness that we left the theater with when Endgame, when Infinity War came out, it just picked up on those feelings and ran with them. And then, just, okay, by the way, here you go. Here's a trailer for the movie that's coming out after it that we all know is coming out after it. We're not idiots, but I could hold in my head that I don't know who the Spider-Man's going to be, even though I know Tom Holland's been on set and dot, dot, dot. I can pretend. I can pretend and keep myself blissfully ignorant as much as I want of the plot. But no, no, you have to show me. And I think show me too much. That's one of my bigger concerns about this trailer is I feel like Tom Holland's survival and... You know, Nick Cage's survival, I'm sorry, Nick Fury survival. I don't think those are the only things that we learned about Endgame in this trailer. And that's almost more upsetting. I didn't want to know hardly anything about Endgame before I went into it. You know, I'd actively debated whether I was going to watch any more trailers before going in, and I was half asleep and I saw that the trailer for, you know, I was having my coffee and I saw the trailer for Spider-Man and I just clicked it. I didn't think. I didn't think. And I'm not one of those people that is spoiler phobic. Spoilers happen. But this just, this is an odd situation to be in. For a franchise to have an issue like this. But, it, you know, you may think I've belabored the point a bit too much, but this is something that we need to be thinking about going on in the future, especially if we're going to continue with these cinematic universes and the other things that they entail. Because I don't think the studios have fully thought out what this means, and Actually, I don't even have to say I think. I know. Because you look at how they tried to roll out the Dark Universe and some of the other cinematic universe ideas that they've tried to push forward. Mm, yeah. I don't think that they quite understand this idea of serialized storytelling. Because let's be honest, that's what we're back to. This is the days of the old Buck Rogers serials. But... I don't know. We'll see. Okay, after the break, let's actually talk about the trailer. So, the we're back. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the trailer came out for Far Away, Far From Home. Spider-Man, Far From Home. 
And again, this is cute. This is something that, you know, these naming conventions that they're coming from, I get it. Get it as Star Trek and it's Star Trek into darkness. Get it because you're trekking into darkness and Star Trek beyond because we're trekking beyond. And, you know, we had Spider-Man Homecoming, which was literally about Homecoming. And now we have Spider-Man Far From Home because he's literally going to Europe. But get it, it's Far From Home because it's not Homecoming anymore. Ah, get it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I get that it's not easy to come up with a cutesy title for something, but I, I hmm. Th this naming convention thing is not my favorite. Because at least with Age of Ultron or Infinity War or Winter Soldier, you have an idea of what you're getting. Like they set you up for the story that you're going to be getting. You know, Captain America Civil War. That's a good title. Far From Home could be anything. And that's, that's just a little great. But, like I said, I really like the trailer. Okay, so as I am talking about the trailer, I do want to give you the possible spoiler warnings. Well, definite spoiler warnings if you haven't seen the trailer. Because I'm going to definitely be talking about what's in the trailer. But I have some ideas of what we might be able to infer from the trailer about both this movie and Avengers Endgame. And I might be right about those things. So if you don't want to be spoiled on them, like I may be, then, you know, you know what to do. Alrighty, so... Uh, first of all, I think, I feel, I sense, Tony Stark is dead. Yeah. I really got a sense from the beginning of this trailer that Tony Stark is dead. And the reason for that is Happy showing up with a check. There was something about that, that moment. And it's just a moment that led me to believe that, you know, that was money from the, I believe the check actually said the Stark foundation on it, but also the way the way Peter Parker I'm gonna to try to stay to the characters' names in this because you know it'll help you to see it the way I did. The way Peter Parker looked at the suit hanging there in his closet, the iron spider suit, the suit that the last suit that he got from Tony Stark. The suit he was wearing when he went into outer space and died, only to somehow come back. He had a look in his eye, and it could have been a sort of trauma that the last time he wore that suit, he almost didn't come back. And so he wants to leave it behind. There was such a sense of loss in his face when he looked at it. That leads me to believe that Tony Stark is dead and he can't bring himself to be the Spider-Man anymore because of what happened to Tony, because of what happened to him, which also leads me to believe that Tony will die to save him in the, in the Avengers Endgame. 
So, if I'm right, and yeah, I, I'm basing this a lot of this off of, you know, Happy showing up with a check and, you know, the way Tom Holland was looking at his costume. You also add to that the voiceover that, you know, he's going to Europe and Europe doesn't need a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. That sounds to me like if that is dialogue that's in the movie, that would be him justifying why he doesn't have to be Spider-Man and really being excited that he gets to go and be away from it all and just be a kid because he's recently back from the dead and his mentors no longer with us. I know that that's a lot to read into this moment and I'm not the only one that has, I've watched a couple other people do their breakdowns on the trailer and I know a lot of people are saying that, but it really like, that was the first thing that I thought of is, Oh my goodness, Tony Stark's dead. We'll, we'll see. I mean, it's not too, too far out now until the movies, you know, Endgame comes out and we'll see what happens there. But also the fact that we have a trade up in mentor where the revived from the dead Nick Fury is going to be his new mentor in this film. That also tells me that Tony Stark is dead because if I know Nick's good, but with the close eye that Tony was keeping on Spider-Man in Homecoming. If he, they both survived and both came back, you, oh, Tony Stark would be all over Spider-Man to make sure he stayed safe. His parental instinct was kicked into high gear by Peter Parker. And yeah, I, I don't, see Tony allowing Nick Fury to co-opt Spider-Man for a dangerous mission. We know how Nick Fury and Tony got along. I, I don't think that that would be possible if Tony Stark was still alive. I'm just saying. So, what's that going to mean for the series? I think it's going to mean a major tone shift and I'm kind of okay with that. I, I did laugh a lot at the trailer, so I don't think the movie is going to be devoid of humor, but I do expect this movie to kind of pick up on the desire that they had planted in Peter Parker to be more of a spy that, you know, we kind of saw in homecoming. He had this idea that he could, sneak around and find things out and uncover secrets as the Spider-Man. I think they're going to, to lean more into that in this movie. That's why we see him in the black costume, very reminiscent of the Spider-Man noir. So, and I'm pretty sure Nick Fury gave him that costume. So we'll see what that means. I really don't think that the black costume means Venom because... You know, they spun Venom off into his own thing, which we've talked about 
Let's go back. And I don't want to rehash that now. Um, I really don't, because I have such mixed feelings about Venom. I understand why so many people went to watch it. I understand why it's going to be getting sequels. It is not a good movie. Go see my full review of Venom for more. But uh, I, I all of that together tells me that Tony Stark is definitely dead. Okay, so who's in charge of the Avengers? I, I don't know. I really don't know. And I say that because we get a feeling, a sense from the Endgame trailer that Captain America has taken over the Avengers in the absence of, well, most of the Avengers. If Nick Fury has come back out of hiding, even if he's not, like, public, if he's out enough that he's willing to approach Peter Parker and impress him into service... This leads me to believe that this film is going to end up being kind of like the Secret Wars story, which we kind of saw play out a little bit on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but not to the full extent that it did in the comics. And we're going to see either Nick Fury making his way back into being in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D., or sword or whatever institution comes into place post infinity war i I do expect some reference in one of these upcoming movies to sword most likely in the captain marvel movie but we'll we'll see about that i don't know if we're going to get the sword and shield thing going or not but we'll see if they're going to go darker with that we might get to see hammer i I definitely feel like we're going to see some talk of sword because they're going into the wider cosmic stories in the next phase. So either in Endgame or Homecoming, I think we're going to see that getting set up. And we're going to find out that that is what um, Nick Fury has been doing since he went underground during Civil War. After his brief appearance in Civil War, that's what he's been actually working on doing, knowing that eventually it would be necessary. Okay. I don't know why Aunt May is so happy. I don't know. I I can think of various reasons Aunt May could be so happy, but Aunt May seems very happy, and at least in her dialogue, seems to be kind of okay with Peter Parker being a superhero. Which tells me that the events of at the end of Endgame is going to change a lot of people's minds about superheroes. Because one of the th- themes that they've been pushing in the previous phases is that superheroes are seen almost as more of a liability. And of course, last time we saw Aunt May, she was kind of freaked out that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. And, of course, we don't know if she knows that he went out to a foreign planet and died and came back. But presumably she'll know that. Who knows? So I I don't have much to say about Aunt May in the trailer other than I'm glad to see Marissa Tormey back. I like her as an actress. I enjoyed her Aunt May in the first movie. We'll see where it goes in this one. Um, 
Yeah. So that well, the other thing is I think that that's why we see Happy show up is he's giving them an endowment from Tony's will to make sure that they're taken care of because it's something that he would have wanted to do because Tony's dead. Um, <laughs> I don't relish the idea that Tony Stark is going to die in Endgame. I don't think that that's why I keep bringing it up. I just, I really feel like the events in this trailer really hammer home that Tony Stark is dead. Okay. And then we get to see Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. Mysterio. And okay. The elementals look cool. Jake Gyllenhaal looks okay in the costume. Um, I, I, I feel like I can't credit this theory to myself anymore because I've seen a lot of people say it out loud before I did, but yeah, he's going to pretend to be a hero. He's going to pretend to be a good guy. And then he's going to secretly be the bad guy all along and have a nefarious, mysterious goal that will be uncovered that will give us the setup for whatever the next movie's going to be because they're going to start digging deeper into the mythology of Spider-Man and maybe they'll set up the rogues gallery. That'd be cool. Love to see Spider-Man versus the rogues. I don't know. We shall see. All in all, I mean, it was a good trailer. I just wish they hadn't been so clear that, you know, Peter Parker's alive and it really looks like Tony Stark is dead. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, I talked for like 30 minutes on like a two-minute trailer. I do go on sometimes, don't I? If you enjoyed this episode, I, I'm so glad because this is like the, how my mind works and why I like doing these shows because I like putting these ideas out there to find out what other people think about them. If you enjoyed this show and the app that you're listening to me on allows you to rate this podcast, please do so. That helps me out a lot. That tells the algorithm to share me with more people. If you got a buck you can throw my way, either click support or the link in the show notes. This is support on Anchor. That money really does help me out a lot. Um, a lot. If um, you have any questions or comments, please download the Anchor app at anchor.fm and send me a voice message through there. It can be up to one minute long, being a question, a comment, or you know, a suggestion for a topic you'd like to hear me discuss. I really like doing those and I would like to do more. If you would like to get in touch with me in any other way, Twitter is probably the easiest for me because it's the one that I'm always on. Um, probably your best chance to get in touch with me. You can follow me at CE Dorset on Twitter or um, go to projectshadow.com and find links to all my social media accounts over there. Until next time when maybe I will talk about something that's on a two-minute trailer for half an hour. <laughs> I love the show. Anyway, don't forget, have the fun. Bye.